Hi, welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, September 9th, 2022, 9-9-22. Gotta love that. And this is Season 2, Episode number 36 of our program. Today, I can say we are officially into football season. Like, you think I'm going to talk about last night's game, like kickoff to the NFL season. Nope, I got no idea what happened last night. I, I always record these things a few days before they go to air. So, yeah, I, I don't know what happened yesterday. I do know that we got NFL action going on this weekend including my hometown Washington Commanders uh, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, Sunday afternoon. All of Northern Virginia, pretty excited about that one. Me, I've probably talked about this before, I am more a fan of the college game, have been for a third of a century uh, or so, and uh, I'm sure I've mentioned this, my uh, my team, if you call it that, uh, from the, the school that I didn't actually go to, uh, the University of Notre Dame, uh, Fighting Irish. I've been following them for a few decades. And, it, I mean, it's just, it's embarrassing now because it's like, oh, here's, here's a college that I didn't go to. It's, it's, it's one of thousands of colleges that I <laughs> didn't go to. I picked this school's football team to follow. But no, it, it goes back to a time when, uh, when it actually made sense. Uh, as I was growing up in the uh, 1980s and 90s, like when the players really were older than I was, and I, I could look up to them, and uh, I mean now they they could they could be my kids, right? They they they'd literally be my lo- biological children. Um, n- none of them are, by the way. Uh, my my son, I have only one. My son is eight. Maybe he'll go to Notre Dame someday. That uh, when I was growing up it was possible I would go to Notre Dame. That, I mean, my family was basically, if you've seen the movie Rudy, which came out in 1993, so this was even before Rudy the movie. Obviously, this was after the the actual Rudy. But before the movie came out, and everyone knew this, about like a family that would be obsessed with uh, Notre Dame football, that was us. And uh, the, the story I always tell is that, like th- this is how this is how nuts we were. That the first floor bathroom at my parents' house, like my house growing up, that like the bathroom you would use if you were coming to my parents' house, is it wasn't some like tucked away basement bathroom. The main one had on the walls Notre Dame Fighting Irish wallpaper covering the walls. Like that, that's how nuts we were. And I should say that, like, my dad wasn't Ned Beatty. You know, like, my, my dad wasn't Mr. Rudiger. Like, he was telling me, like, oh, yeah, you know, you, you, you could go to Notre Dame. It wasn't one of those, like, you can picture Ned Beatty in the movie, like, oh, you know, Notre, Notre Dame, they're for, you know, for rich kids and, and great athletes. Like, no. My dad was like, you, you could go to Notre Dame. Now, that sort of all changed. Um, I graduated from high school in 2000, shortly after uh, the the dot-com bubble burst. 
my dad had had a lot of uh, a lot of money invested like money for me to go to college was was kind of invested in, in a bunch of those stocks so the amount of money i had available for me to go to college decreased significantly at the end of my high school career my my dad give, did give me a, a token sum it was it wasn't enough to go to Notre Dame um and i Besides, I I knew that uh, I mean I had things going on in Binghamton at, at the time anyway, and I went to college in my hometown. It it worked out, and also kind of worked out for me on the football front because the place where I went to college, Binghamton University, did not have a football team. That's why those shirts are funny that say Binghamton University football undefeated since 1946. Yeah. There was no Binghamton football team. There's still no Binghamton football team. So I'm still following Notre Dame, even though I go to a different college. And then after I leave college, it's like, well, you know, the place I went to college, they didn't even have a football team. So I'm like still following Notre Dame. Anyway, absolutely no connection to the school whatsoever. Me and Notre Dame, I mean, I've been to the campus once in my life. For a football game a few years ago. More on that later. Uh, but for the last 33 years, yeah, just been following the team. That's it. 33 years. I really wish it had been 34. Because the year before I started paying attention, that was the year they won the national championship. Their last national championship, their most recent one, I should say. Hopefully not the last. They won the national championship in 1988. I didn't start following sports until 1989. Like there's a clear mark, and I've talked about this many times, because that like spring 89, that was my first experience with March Madness, you know, NCAA tournament, which, which ended on the first day of the baseball season. 89 was the first year I collected baseball cards and, and followed the teams. I really became obsessed with sports in 1989. Now, my team, you know, the, my, my dad, my grandfather are watching the games in 88. That was the year Notre Dame won it all. Now, in 89, they had a great team. were ranked number one most of the season. On the final week of the season, like their final regular season game, they're going up against the vaunted Miami Hurricanes and lost that game at Miami. Must have been in Miami. Um, oh, I was despondent. Like, you don't realize as a kid, like, oh, they'll, they'll be next year. Or like, you, this, this isn't the end of the world. This is just, you know, guys that you don't know and will never meet playing a game. Like, your, your whole life can't be based on this. But as a seven-year-old kid, I, mean, I was despondent uh, seeing Notre Dame lose that game to Miami. Last game of the 89 season. And uh, so they, they were close, and it, like there were a lot of a lot of closes, as as I was growing up. Uh, I think ninety three, which is ironically the the year that Rui came out. That was like the last time that Notre Dame seriously competed for a national championship for a couple decades. That that was like the curse of Rudy, like the the movie coming out there through. The Lou Holtz years, and then into the Bob Davey years, Tyrone Willingham, Charlie Weiss. Like there, there are some good teams in there, but no serious contender for a national championship until 
2012. By the way, the, the one game I went to. One of their good afternoons in 2006, they, they took it to Penn State. This is the Braid Quinn era. And um, I got to see a win. The one game I went to, I'm, I'm 1-0 at Notre Dame. The, the game, I could look this up, it, uh, it was 41-3. Uh, uh, Penn State put up a couple garbage touchdowns late. So the final score was, was a little bit closer than the game happened. The game, game was blow up. I saw a great game. And then, uh, but the, the team was okay. I mean, Notre Dame's never been terrible. They were, they were okay. Into the Brian Kelly era, you know, they, they got good. And, uh, you know, they've been good, last, certainly the last five years or so. Um, but you usually have an embarrassment at, at, the, at the end of the season, including that, that 2012 team that uh, was in the championship game against Alabama. That was, that was like, the, to me, the, the first of their, like, embarrassing losses in high-profile, like, last game of the season um, or what, what is now, it has changed so many times. Like, exactly when CFP or BCS or, or you know, any of these Alphabet Soup Bowl games were played and when they changed these things, I could look it up. But um, I just know that you know, it's never bounced the right way for Notre Dame at the end of these. Um, last year, again, like, decent team, but then losing the Fiesta Bowl. That's kind of been their M.O., the last five, ten years, they, they have a knack for losing bowl games, uh, including twice to the team they lost to last week. You know, I'd get to you know the game from last week because they did better than expected, honestly, I thought. But, I mean, th this is their fifth loss in a row to Ohio State, and two of those were in bowl games. I think both times it was the Fiesta Bowl, including one that I talked about when I spoke about my book because it... It happened during the time I was I was writing the book, January two thousand six. Um, the one that I, I watched from a hotel room, I'll remember that you know forever. But in my lifetime, Notre Dame has never beaten Ohio State, so it wasn't surprising to me that they lost this past Saturday, starting the season zero and one. It was a a top five matchup, but a really lopsided top five matchup. It's amazing to me. Like that, I mean, Notre Dame is 17-point underdogs. I realize they're playing on the road, but to have a 17-point spread between the number two and number five teams at the time, that's a huge gap. And I mean, I, I didn't argue with it. Like, I, I thought Notre Dame was going to lose by 17 points. They surprised me. Like, there's another, uh, another trend the last 30 years or so. That, like, I'm getting my hopes up. It's like... Charlie Brown kicking the football. I mean, there's your football analogy. I mean, Charlie Brown running up to kick the ball. That's how I have felt about Notre Dame football in the last 30 years. Like, I get excited. I'm like, um, you know, they're all, I'm telling Franklin, that, that, like, because he's going to bed. I'm like, you know, the, the gold helmets, as we call them, the gold helmets are winning. They're winning this game that uh, I definitely thought they were going to lose by a million points. They played better than I expected. But the second half went as I expected. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Ohio State's gonna gonna pull away at, at the end of this thing because 
Ohio State is really good. Notre Dame is pretty good. Notre Dame and its and its Buckeye coach. You know, there's the coach is uh, in addition to being younger than I am, he's he's a former Buckeye. I looked this up. Freeman went to Ohio State, the Ohio State University, two thousand four to two thousand eight. So that means like he he didn't even start college until after I had already graduated. Like that's that's embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> this week's sign that uh, this week's sign of my advanced age. Um, Still enjoy watching the games, even though, as I said, no connection to the school whatsoever. I do like watching them with my son, um, and he's, he's I hate to say brainwashed, but he's kind of uh, been shown the Notre Dame um, mystique uh, and been exposed to it from a young age. We used to call them the gold helmets because he was interesting. Oh, they're, they're, their hats are gold. Yeah, they get, they get gold helmets. That's cool when you're a kid. And uh, let's see, Gold Helmets tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Friday, are hosting Marshall. Yeah, home opener, you, you schedule a cupcake. Um, this is, uh, this is a, a paycheck game uh, for, for Marshall, I would say. I'm predicting a W here for the Fighting Irish. I have not looked at a line yet. I don't know what the point spread is. I imagine Notre Dame is favored by a few. Um, I'm really going to be embarrassed if, if they lose this game. I don't know. A lot of people will be. Um, I'm just excited about uh, hopefully seeing a win. I think what's going to be a decent season this year for the Fighting Irish and a good time for me and my son watching these games. Continuing in the great tradition of you know me watching these games with my dad and my grandfather too, um, and uh, now that I get to share that with a younger generation, definitely a fan. Definitely a fan. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed our program today, our time together, our 15 minutes of, I don't know if it's quite fame, but our 15 minutes together. And uh, I'll leave you off with, uh, with some jazz and some parting thoughts of how one can go about contacting the staff and management of this program, well, you head to MikeO'ConnellJr.com. There's a place on there that has, uh, has my email address. That, that's where you go. Uh, to, and next Friday, tune in again to hear some more math and some more musings. Until then, for more information to contact, go to MikeO'ConnellJr.com. <laughs>